Hello, and welcome to the I Am Me Initiative podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Jackie. We are two holistic healing friends turned business partners. We're driven by the passion to help anyone around us find their purpose and build a life that lights them up. Backed by over 25 years experience in holistic healing, we talk about the real stuff that is holding you back from being the person you are meant to be. We dig deep into intuition, mindset, breaking down old stories to help you find your confidence to live your best life. It is 100% possible for you to transform you and your life, and we are here to help you do just that. Our own healing has brought incredible change to ourselves, our personal lives, and our businesses. We continue to learn, or rather unlearn, how to clear the clutter that is keeping us from being the most incredible and authentic versions of ourselves. We invite you to join us weekly for real conversations and tools to inspire you to grow, to heal, and build a life you are dreaming of. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the I Am Me Initiative podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Jackie. And today we are talking about what's in a heartbeat. But before we get into this, we're going to have a note from our sponsors, the Lloydminster Pet Pad. The 4-H achievement season is right around the corner, and it's time to start looking for ideas for prizes. Summer and Jaden can help you out with ideas or even put gift baskets together for you. Give us a call at 780-808-6363 or email us at jaden at thepetpad.net to get ahead and start before the 4-H season arrives. Okay, so what's in a heartbeat? Life. There's always ups and downs, but our bodies want us to stay in equilibrium or homeostasis, stays the same. So when we experience these ups and downs, this can trigger some big swings, whether it's emotional, energetically, spiritually, even physically. So let's talk about this, but let's bring in our celebrations to start this off because we practice this as a way to experience the higher energies or the ups, because we need to learn how to be able to be in both of them. So Jackie, what are you celebrating today? Well, Kim, I'm going to celebrate (laughs) that I survived Thursday because (laughs) (laughs) so like, honestly, looking back at it now, it's all quite hilarious, but I woke up Thursday morning, which is our bull sale to my house flooded. My house is flooded. And so um, I'm panicking. I have a great big cry because I'm like, how am I going to do this and a bull sale? Like I've pretty much threw my hands in the air and I'm staying home from the bull sale. And then I text Kim because I have to do a phone a friend. And I'm like, this is going on. And she's like, okay. Now, one of the things that we've learned in the magic circle is speed and space. And so Kim just said, what speed and space can we look after this today so we can get you to the bull sale I'm like you're right I have tools so let's use them (laughs) so (laughs) I did and um and then I started making calls so this is like happening around six in the morning and then I'm kind of waiting for eight-ish to come along because that's when business is open and so um I had to phone in disaster services because it was a fucking disaster here (laughs) and they showed up by like 8 30 in the morning I had my insurance was already a claim was started and everything was going good and that was done and I made it to our bull sale by like 11 30 and my hair worked and so I'm celebrating that 
I used my tools on a day where I could have just been really sad and bitchy and miserable. And there's nothing else I can do about it. And Jay and Lee are getting married in June. And so I'm going to have a really fresh house for June. And amen. That's what I'm celebrating. And an amazing sale. And yeah, just I did the whole heartbeat in one day, three months. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then consecutively after that, every day till now. <laughs> right. Exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I'm celebrating that I was able to do the pivots and use the tools. Yeah. All yeah. right, my girl, what about you? What are you celebrating? That, well, first of all, I think that's amazing. Like you, yeah, you just like got it under control and away you went. Yeah. And, you know, people, you even had a, a message from one of our, our, you know, clients and group members that you just look so happy and professional and amazing when you showed up there. So like you clearly handled it because you weren't even like, your energy wasn't even in a tizzy because people saw you as this like calm, happy person. So that's amazing. That's amazing. And my hair worked for whatever reason. So I was really thankful for that. <laughs> <laughs> Love when that happens. Um, so I'm celebrating that I've been, I don't know, I feel like the, the reason why we want to talk about this heartbeat thing is because I've been in a down and for no real reason, like I haven't had any major things happen. I haven't had any major loss or anything like that. I'm just experiencing, well, actually I know why, but we'll get into that. Um, I've just been experiencing this like down feeling and it's like a there's like an anxiety vibration to it for me. Like, a, oh, I hate being here and I'm grumpy and I'm like really triggered by things. I'm easily irritated. And, um, and I'm also like kind of stuck in self-sabotage mode, like big time playing a victim of all the things I want to create stories around. And yeah. I'm celebrating this because it's showing me a, that I've grown and I'm, that's triggered me to be like, Oh my God. And then B that I have some, I really want to start changing some things and it's giving me this motivation because I'm kind of like I'm circling rock bottom in some places in my life and there's a good there's a reason for that and I actually am finding the celebration in it or the lesson in it yeah. I'm not like super happy joy joy about it but there's a big lesson there so it's it's nice to have this focus and realization of where I'm actually at because I think sometimes when we don't recognize that and we try to make change we don't make change in an in integrity we make change out of like self-judgment and hate or self-sabotaging right we don't do it out of a place of okay I'm here and it's okay to be here and let's move forward does that make sense yeah so much so so you know, I'm sorry for you about that <laughs> yeah yeah um so we want to talk about the heartbeat um now this might seem silly but it's a metaphor obviously but it's also real um when you think about a heartbeat, if you were to look on a heart monitor now, maybe you've never seen one in real life, but I'm sure some of you have at least watched Grey's Anatomy or some sort of show where they show a heartbeat is going on the screen. It's moving up and then moves down and then moves up and moves down. And sometimes it's like up a little bit, then down, then up a big bit and then down a bit. And then it's not always the same up, down, up, down, down balance, but it's moving up and down, right? <laughs> so this is a metaphor for life. We have amazing times. We have mediocre times. We have really really hard times and then we kind of circle back up and then we have mediocre okay times and we have good times and we have amazing times and then we you know and our life moves in this cyclical action of ups and downs and this is part of evolving and growing we feel these we see these and so many times in my practice and I know Jackie you're probably the same 
is we'll come across a client that maybe has had something really good happen and then the rug got pulled up from underneath their feet or something really good happened and then they experienced a really bad thing happening because that's just how life works but they judged themselves for it. It's like, I let that happen or, or they judge the situation like, oh, that happened. So I don't ever want to feel that drastic shift again. Um, and so then what they're trying to do is they're trying to just kind of keep themselves neutral. Like they always want to, either they have that personality that they're wearing the rose colored glasses, right? Where like, everything is great. Everything's fine. I'm just great. Or there's some people that are really like, Last half empty, like ho hum. I don't want to get too excited. Let's be realists because you know, I don't know. And then there's some that just like, I don't want to feel anything. I'm just going to get through my life and I'm just going to kind of be a drone. All three of those represent one even dot after dot after dot. And if you connect that line and it's straight, it's on a heart rate monitor. You're dead. You're dead. It's not good. It's not a good thing. You're flatlining. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to flatline. <laughs> and so we want to talk about what happens and how our energy changes and then how to actually navigate these so that you're not thrown off. You're not, you know, it doesn't derail you when you experience any up, down, or middle, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so much to learn within each area. And, you know, Honestly, Kim, for you to find a celebration in when you are in a down right now is really quite cool because that shows just how far the growth and the tools are working to be able to pull yourself back up into where you go. But there's nothing wrong with that. It's just an uh, a realization that you're not okay to be in that down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like the feeling that I'm feeling right now is a process of me trying to change a loop that has been very firmly placed in my subconscious mind or unconscious subconscious mind that is that is running the show and how I live right and I'm I'm really working at chipping away the connection of this loop so that it breaks it and this is really what this whole new program that we're teaching what's weighing you down is about is like breaking these loops and so what has happened in the last like six weeks is we've had this crazy amazing experience of success right like we sold out some programs three actually to be exact um and we've you know just done really great we're getting great feedback we're just having these amazing conversations with people and I was experiencing a really high and what happened because our body wants to keep us in this equilibrium this homeostasis homeostasis is what actually keeps us alive because if our if our bodies make too big of a change like for example think of a fever if you have too high of a fever, your body starts to shut down because it's like, it's the temperature is too different from what you're supposed to be at a normal. And that's why fevers can be really dangerous. And that's why they want to bring your, your temperature back down as I'm going to say, not fast, like just as controlled and, and calm as possible to get you back to your normal homeostasis. Because when anything comes out of swing, so blood chemistry, temperature, you know, anything goes too far your body will start to shut down because it's not designed to live like that. It's And homeostasis is the most powerful thing on earth. It's like keeping you in that state of, of well-being. Um, the problem with homeostasis is that our bodies will adapt to things that are somewhat not working properly. Like we'll create a new homeostasis around something. So ideally we want to be healthy, but we're not always healthy and still in homeostasis, if that makes sense. 
and the more the the more and more and more we become unhealthy the more bodies try to regulate that to eventually we start to shut down too like homeostasis just can't keep us alive anymore does that make sense yeah and so this also happens to our to our brain and how we're thinking it wants to keep us in our in our routine in our norm my norm was challenged i hit kind of the ceiling of my norm in fact i actually poked through the ceiling of my norm and this was like yay and then the next thing was like oh my gosh (laughs) this is terrifying i can't be here this isn't how i belong this isn't where i'm supposed to be this isn't my norm and then subconsciously i'll start doing things that shoot me right back down to the floor and depending on how high I came up out of that will depend on how far down this is what I've experienced how far down my floor is like what's my like baseline if I'm not I'm not accepting any less than that so I've moved up a bit thankfully because I see this even just in how I'm handling like my finances and my business stuff is like now I'm no longer allowing anything less than a certain set point right that's cool but I'm still experiencing that that downswing which is also part of the heartbeat, right? It's just like, you're going to experience this. You're going to experience ups and you're going to experience downs. And what most of us do is we judge ourselves. Really hard. Really hard. Good and bad judgment, right? Absolutely. So like when I was in the top, when we've had this great success, I'm like, okay, I've, I've done it. Like I'm, I'm, you know, this is where I have to be now. And this is amazing. And then the moment I don't experience that, as a constant, I'm like, oh my God, I'm failing. Right. So that's where judgment judgment at a good level was almost detrimental. <laughs> it was detrimental because then, you know, it's no different than somebody that was going to the gym and they were, they went four days in a row and they're like, look at me. I'm amazing. I went to the gym four days in a row. And then something happens on the fifth day that you can't go that's out of your control. And then what do you say to yourself? Yeah. I suck because I can't get to the gym, right? Like just to make it be really easy as an example. Yeah. And I feel like in my experience recently, I didn't want to experience that swing of judgment. So I just didn't do it at all. <laughs> so I'm flatlining. I'm flatlining in my in my physical fitness, in my in my health, because I'm like, I don't want to experience this judgment. I've judged myself for so long. I'm done. I'm at the effort mark and I'm just like riding the, like the numbness almost for me in that situation. And that's where I'm, I'm celebrating this, what I'm going to say, like this kind of like really down for me because our process of the course that we've been teaching and the process of creating this course has stirred a lot of stuff up, right? Like a lot of like you know, belief systems around how I look and feel, why I'm there, what's happening. And then I've had some, some healing treatments that have done a lot more expanding in my power, my, my potential. And so there's been a lot of like cracking open. It's almost like wounds, right? And my homeostasis in my brain is like, let's just sew that shit back up so that you can't deal with it because that is just, no, that's too much of a wild up and down. We don't want to go there. And yet I'm not letting that happen. And so I'm having this internal fight of like, I want to change. I want to grow. And I need to allow myself to feel this yucky feeling because it's allowing me then to create grief. It feels heavy. It feels emotional, but I'm creating grief to help dissolve my attachment to it. And I'm, I'm sitting in it. I feel like I'm sitting in my own like 
Zoro wallowing in my like meh. <laughs> but in that yeah in that I see like I see where I'm holding myself a victim too right like I have the the, the choice I have the the power to choose change why am I not so okay let's talk about this for a second so grief is showing up for old you mm -hmm. old patterns old patterns old, like, old you yeah like old you right now yeah so like what i feel is that i need to let go of beliefs and and like masks of myself okay you know like um yeah. you know if you ever say like well i'm just the funny one like that like that's a mask like you created that persona of yourself because that's how you've coped with for whatever shortcoming you felt you needed to say that kind of thing right um and in my life i always say i i like to we and we do this i think women are really bad for this like we talk bad about ourselves right yeah. and we talk bad about ourselves in a way of humor too right because that's a way of making it light but yeah it's really quite painful and the the this like the part of me that recognizes that i'm in a loop which i will say the new me for easy like figuring the new yeah. me sees okay there's a loop here i don't want to be in this loop anymore because this loop isn't this doesn't feel good it's not allowing me to grow and evolve out of this yeah. and but the old me or like the belief systems are hanging on to this like persona of me because it's like this is what i know this is how i keep myself in homeostasis this is how i keep myself safe even though it feels like shit, this is how I keep myself safe. And that's kind of what happens with our brain is like, it doesn't know good or bad or right or wrong. It just knows what the belief is. And so there's this sense of feeling sad. There's a sense of feeling like I have to dissolve this attachment to thinking that that's my truth. And then create new ways of thinking or new neural pathways of a new loop right a new because we, we basically create new belief systems we have to create a new one but one that serves us yeah yeah very interesting hey how it will show up that way yeah yeah and so, so because we've had such an amazing january and all of these great things happening your ceiling launched higher than it has ever been before mm -hmm. but then the crash came mm-hmm but the crash isn't actually as far down because of all we've moved the ceiling of the homeostasis basically, right? Yes, exactly, exactly. But the purpose I feel like of like, if you want to really expect the heartbeat, the purpose of the up and down, the purpose of life is to allow us to evolve out of the things that are limiting us, right? Because we have to be able to move ourselves up and grow and evolve. And naturally because of homeostasis, the floor will come back up. And so your downs won't feel quite as low. Like this is how you like the trans, like look at a transformation of someone that's been like homeless or addicted or, you know, really had a low, 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 right? Like even maybe wanted to end their lives. And yeah. now they're living in a place where like, I'm grateful and I can, you know, I can experience, you know, stuff that's hard, but I'm not going back all the way down to there, right? Like that's showing an evolution of someone's consciousness and subconsciousness and how that equilibrium works for them right and yeah, great example <laughs> and so it's like but what happens for us is we judge good or bad 
and we try to just maintain somewhere in the middle that's not too much of anything and I see this so much as like I don't know I, I've I've seen parents that like they don't want to disappoint their kids they never want to disappoint their kids so they like powder them from like never feeling something like their dog died oh you know what he he got I don't know adopted by someone else I don't know what they say like no tell your kid the dog died like I know that sucks yeah I know that sucks and you you can tell them in divine timing but like let's not not feel things because <laughs> that's dangerous not not feeling like not feeling things is dangerous God, right yeah. yes because when you don't feel things sometimes you don't actually realize where you're at either that's so true yeah numb is not fun no no neutral is the goal because neutral allows you not to attach judgment onto an emotion that you're feeling like sometimes you're going to be sad in life sometimes you're going to be pissed off sometimes you're going to be worried and afraid but you also from those emotions create growth right so like for example let's think about like a family member dies say it's your grandma and you're like okay my grandma died this sucks but then you realize that you know you have the sadness you have the grief you mourn the loss but then you're like okay this is really cool because now we get to carry on this generation and, and we get to carry on this legacy of this life so you step into a new role now you're not the grandkid anymore you're now the kid and your kid's the grandkid and it's like this growth of like legacy of your family right and so like we can't hang on to being stuck as losing our grandma forever and ever and ever and ever, right? Like we have to be able to process. Do I still feel sad sometimes? Yeah. My sister just put a post up the other day on Facebook about my grandma and I had some tears and she's been dead for 14 years. Like I love my grandma. She's a cool, cool lady. I'm sad my son never got to meet her. But like, I also love the fact that we're stepping into the role of being the kids of my dad and my dad and I are, you know, we're carrying on the legacy of the farm and the land and then like, that feels cool, right? Like, so that emotion brought growth. Yes. So feel your emotions. It's just the, the thing is don't camp there. Don't stay there. Right. Like that's, that's from Jill. Those are words of Jill where it's like, feel it, but don't just set up your shop there, you know? And I think we're so afraid of the ups and downs because it's like, we're going to get stuck there or we don't ever want to feel the opposite because we attach such a story or, or, a judgment to that emotion rather than just letting ourselves feel it and move through it so true like wow. think about your thursday right like if you had stayed <laughs> if you had stayed in the emotion that you woke up in what would have happened nothing good i would have missed everything to be honest yeah nothing good would have come out of it i would have just stayed in the everything bad happens to me on the most important days. That's what would have happened. Yeah. Where honestly, I got to take it as a bit of a learning. You yeah. know, I put to work some of the tools from the magic circle and I'm like, okay, like this shit really works. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. And then I'm like, well, I need to be able to tell people at the bull sale that that did work for me because they need to know because mm -hmm. there are tools there that cost you zero dollars to try you know yeah yeah and so yeah like yeah it was a fucking shitty morning I'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
and like everything was wet downstairs everything you right. know so I could have easily stayed in that not being able to even get myself like I felt at first I couldn't even get my bearings about me to like which way do I turn yeah and then once I started using some tools I'm like okay this needs to get done this needs to get done like just start making a list of what you yeah. need to because then it gave me the energy to move forward mm -hmm. because energy is action in motion right yeah and I think in your situation too it's like you let yourself feel it yeah you know you you let yourself experience it you're like this really sucks Yes. Which I didn't wake up being like, oh man, this, you know, it's our bull sale. So I'm just going to pretend this never happened. No, like it was fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Jackson woke up with his ceiling laying on his bed. Like, oh my God. Like it was awful. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, um, yeah, I had to feel all the feels and then, I yeah it was but there was there was a good lesson in all of it of mm -hmm. what I'm capable of right mm -hmm. yep yep and that you don't have to miss it's not all on you either right no god no 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 I didn't create it I didn't have to miss out because I created the problem <laughs> no. but I did have to be the one in charge of taking action and I did yeah exactly I think that's the thing like feel the feel don't judge the feel like if something shitty is happening it sucks like yeah it's okay totally. um and then then from there be like okay let's bring it down to neutral like yeah. let's find some neutrality here because I need to take an action because when we're stuck in the feelings and we can't get past the stories and we're really like creating this like you know, over embellished reaction to what's going on, we're just reacting. Yeah. And reaction reaction is different than action, right? Reaction is just like kind of an equal and opposite, right? That's what a reaction is, if you look by definition. Well, yeah. an equal and opposite reaction to what was happening would not have put you in a really good place. It would have made you really helter-skelter and feeling overwhelmed, right? So it's like, okay, now we gotta instead of reacting, feel the emotion. Don't create a story about why you're feeling that. Just let yourself feel it. Like, yep, this is like the worst timing. This sucks. I'm just going to have a little scream, a little cry about this because I need to let this out. And then you find neutrality where you're like, okay, facts are bull sale starts at 11. You know, I've got to get this organized. So I'm going to just bring it down to neutral facts and I'm going to check a list off and get things as organized as I possibly can. And if it works out to get there, that's my goal. Yeah. And it did. And you got there. And then you wrote a high of selling how many animals like a hundred like yeah yeah, yeah. there's a hundred animals sold and it was like uh like over a ten thousand dollar average it was amazing yes it's exactly and you got to meet some really cool people or see new people or you yes. know a great day you know yes. and like it was and then there was hey yeah amazing day yeah and that's the same like and then you do the same thing when you're in the ops you find neutral you you let yourself kind of come out of that energy so you go to sleep at night and thinking oh I feel like I feel neutral yeah right yeah exactly it's like the it's like having the ability to 
go through up and down, experience it, feel the emotions, but having like the kind of like the script or the ability to not let it fuck you up either way. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's funny, Kim, because that morning when I woke up, I put a whole bunch, I did factor fiction while I was in complete fiction, to be honest, because the boys had all been like, I had a couple young guys plus Jacks here, staying here because they're helping. And my, when, when I woke up to all this water on the floor, I'm like, one of those bastards got in the tub because it was in the upstairs bathroom that never really gets used, especially not for a tub. One of them got in there, fell asleep, and this is where the water all came and then never said anything about it, right? So I made up this great big fucking fiction of what <laughs> happened. And then um, I'm like, well, good thing, actually, my that was my story. And then my housekeeping skills had dust on the rim of the bathtub, so I knew that wasn't true. Mm. But I had made up that great big story and was mad at those kids. Mm -hmm. I hadn't done anything. And then, and like my CSI skills is like, well, there's dust on the bathtub. So that definitely did not happen. <laughs> You're a detective. <laughs> <laughs> but then it, that helped me get back into my neutral story, right? The fact is I have a water damage and it's nobody's fault. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, no one personally. And that's the other thing is like, where it's like I think when we experience these ups and downs and the swings and where's judgment attached we want to blame and taking responsibility feels hard yeah like for example so Jackie and I are now teaching a we're four weeks in to a what's weighing you down class where it's like we're breaking the loop of of like the cycle of self-sabotage and, and how you view yourself and do you know what I have been doing for the last four weeks self-sabotage like it's gonna like I've been like eating like it's gonna be taking away from me mm -hmm. like closet eating and I'm like what is happening to me like wow Kim like this is probably one of the worst experiences since being a child what mm -hmm. wow mm -hmm. of like hiding food eating when I shouldn't be eating for stress reasons like like full-on disordered eating interesting and then I wake up and I feel like shit I'm not sleeping well I feel like my even my winter clothes are feeling snug and I'm like well this is because my you know such and such as I've had no nanny this week I'm busy I'm like no this is because you are stuck in a loop and you're letting yourself self-sabotage there's no judgment here but you have to take responsibility for it right it's okay. It's okay. You're not a bad person if you take responsibility for a downswing. Or like, because like, and I'm not saying that you have to take responsibility for the water, but trying to blame it, it was almost like you're trying to blame it. So you didn't have to take responsibility for it. When in reality, the real, it was like, it just happened. Like it was a, a fluke thing that your, was it your toilet, wasn't it? Your toilet got stuck on. Yeah. A float. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's again it's the judgment it's like yep. what you're experiencing and then you automatically cram judgment on there and it's like if I take myself out of judgment of where I'm at I know what's happened we opened a wound for me in the onboarding process of our weight loss program 
and full disclosure, I have been so focused on presenting this and trying to make sure everything's working for it, that I'm not giving myself the time to actually do the work. Because if I was doing the exercises, they work, <laughs> right? So I am experiencing, and, and maybe for a reason, maybe I'm experiencing this so that when we have a person that takes this program is like, I'm not getting results. It's like, well, yeah. what's happening? Yeah. You know, are you committing to yourself? Because I know I haven't been, I've been committing to the growth of our business, mm -hmm. but I'm not committing to the health of my body. Interesting. Right. And so the down I'm experiencing right now, this is why I'm celebrating it because it's, it's very clear to me, like what's going on. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's very clear that I've experienced an app and it scared the bejesus out of my subconscious. <laughs> so it crashed me right down and, and I'm needing to, to see this in clear in clarity, right. Where it's like, this is what's happening. You're not a bad person. You know, these are your, these are your belief systems and, you're trying to break these and by trying to break these you're upsetting things and by upsetting things creates turmoil and turmoil is something we need to grow through and that's where I'm at that's where I'm at and that's part of what an up and down is quite incredible to be able to see it and now know it's just part of the process <laughs> it is part of the process and you are really living yeah right and how cool is that and evolving right and breaking through those limitations yeah and i'm holding steady to my commitment to not doing a quick fix out of self-loathing yes that is one thing i am committed to that this which, is going to be a long game because it's going to be a forever game right yeah which is really cool mm -hmm. so that's cool yeah. That's, up. that's a heartbeat that's yeah. a heartbeat <laughs> it's really cool but what you said it... yesterday jackie where you're like um you had gone and watched a movie and you felt inspired by that um yeah i went to what was it called angels um everyday angels i think it was called anyway it was amazing and it was about um, this lady who had addiction problems and it had actually caused a riff out where she had no relationship with her adult son mm -hmm. because he she would never show up for him when he actually needed her because booze was always more important. And then um, it's just funny how uh, how things show up in your life. And this is based on a true story. So she is a hairdresser go and goes to work hungover for the 800th time and her business partner drops her off in an AA meeting and the and she's like drinking while she gets to the AA meeting and she's like I'm whatever her name is and I'm not an alcoholic but she sat through the sat through the meeting and what she heard the one thing she heard out of that meeting was um that sometimes there's things that are way bigger than you are and they're important to you. So she hears this and at the same time she gets out of the meeting, remembers that one small little snippet and she gets into her, into her vehicle and there's a newspaper sitting there and it's talking about a little girl who needs a liver transplant 
whose mom has just passed away and she's five. And then all of a sudden she takes that on as her job to that she's going to look after this little this family and make money for this this little girl. And she doesn't know why, but it almost replaces like the addiction for her with another addiction of trying to make money mm. for the family but how it does end up healing her and you know when sometimes you just have to see things in a different um in a different mindset i guess to mm -hmm. find some healing and yeah. it was amazing and the the family that needed her didn't want the help <laughs> the dad who had just lost his wife and he was like I don't want to accept help. Like I should be able to do this all by myself. And she is basically like, just no, you need help. Like you're drowning <laughs> and how hard it was for him to like surrender to the help too. Well, anyway, at the end of the day, she ended up with a new liver and she's a healthy, happy, married young woman, you know, and she was five when all this happened. So, but it's, um, interesting how energy around something that is so important can really pull you up out of your down mm -hmm. and I think it's really cool to say that like how you know someone that has had this belief system around for example like a coping mechanism of drinking and I'm not saying that we're not going there we're not trying to seek heal or suggest or treat that but like I, I can like not even to my situation with food right it's like it's soothing it's for some like when I'm stressed it's like the quick fix it's like a oh, okay at least I can control this right um and the belief system is that you need it you need it to survive you need it to be okay and to some degree of food you do but um but then she replaced that with a belief system that was like I have a higher purpose and a higher value and a higher like meaning in my life than just that and how yeah. it was able to like it's like basically going from one belief system to one to another one but as long as the belief system you have is self-serving and you know healing then that's good like you know the belief systems and habits of like brushing your teeth and and moving your body are important ones right so we don't we don't test those but the ones that are self-sabotaging us or hurting us we need to look at them yeah absolutely and are they showing up over and over and over again mm -hmm. because that is a loop mm -hmm. yeah but in terms of like the heartbeat analogy, like you're going to have good times and you're going to have bad times and you're going to have good times and you're going to have bad times. You can't avoid that. And like what you need to do is be able to find neutrality and go through them. And you find neutrality by experiencing the emotion because it's navigating you through it. There's a reason you're feeling that. It's going to help you get something out of it to evolve your thinking and your mind and, and to maybe shift some of those, those patterns and habits for you, right? And don't deny yourself that because by, by not denying yourself that you deny yourself life, real life. Yeah. And don't, don't be just a, a dot because that is not, not living. Don't be a dot. No flatline. And like, you can be happy and you can have goals of wanting to be happy lots, but you also have to have room for sadness and grief and worry. Like worry is designed to be there to help create creative solutions to things. Were you worried about your bathroom and your basement? Yeah. Yeah. So you created a solution. 
Yeah. You know, fear is designed to be there to preserve our lives. If we weren't afraid of some things, we would do really dumb things. So some people's fear-based situations are a lot different than others. Mine's probably a little too, my threshold's a little too low. I'm a little too afraid of everything. <laughs> but I work on that and I try to do things that make me feel, you know, excited. And really recognizing, like, is this life or death? No, you know, but the emotions have a purpose. Yeah. Grief is dissolve attachments to things. Grieving is actually a very cleansing emotion. We just... I think in our society, we really like to attach a lot of weight to it and we make it, we can make it really, really, really heavy. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm also saying that like, when we stay stuck on something, we don't dissolve attachment to it. We deny ourselves, like go listen to Michelle's podcast about losing her daughter, like how she's allowed herself to grieve and continues to grieve. But when she grieves, she's opened up space to stay connected to her daughter in a spiritual way that's amazing I know a lot of people that have lost people that just are so stuck in that that they miss that connection and it makes it really hard to move on and moving yeah. on doesn't mean like forgetting it means moving on where you're you can actually feel joy and excitement again right because that's where that's a heartbeat yes exactly yeah by trying to keep everything one level and then judging yourself if you can't then you're basically judging yourself on trying to keep you flatlining. Yeah. Really look at it that way. Absolutely. I feel like too, I've heard people say, well, I'm a realist. Mm, I know. Which is a judgment actually. Yes. Like big judgment. Yeah. But because I know <clears throat> that in the last five years of really learning and growing and figuring out some new things I have kept my brain like busy and learning and adapting and so when my homeostasis now I feel like the bottom isn't at such a bottom because my ceiling has moved from growing and keeping learning so if I would have been a realist and been like well the the fact is I need a job and to be able to support this farm the way I always have so I'm going to keep doing the exact the same mundane crap show that I've been doing for 30 years so I'm just going to do it for another 30 years that would have been my flat line yeah and so you know and maybe um, you do need to have a piece of real realism, but you can still do some learning around, you know, it doesn't have to just be the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that is like, I think to me, this is what, and I've learned this from mentors and, and in my own experience is like, instead of realism, let's call self-mastery. Self-mastery means that you get your bills paid, that you, you know, you, you have your responsibilities. If you have children, you know, like you've got things that you just have to look after and that's part of being an adult and a human um and you're not just going to say well fuck it, I'm going to go meditate all day and, and eventually the universe will bring me a million dollars and I don't have to worry about my bills that's not like <laughs> like that's not what we're talking about in terms of not being a realist but we're talking in terms of a realist is very limiting because a realist is what you believe to be real in your current situation so you're only ever going to get back what you see what's yeah. possible for you and what's possible for you will be built in the limitations of your homeostasis in your in your belief systems yes. right yes. 
self-mastery means I'm going to pay all my bills, but I could also make a million dollars more than I'm making now. That's lifting the ceiling of realism. So we are in no way telling you to just say, well, I don't have to look after that because I'm not a realist. I'm a limitless thinker. No, (laughs) that's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) What we're saying is do your responsibilities, but don't limit yourself to what else is possible. And don't be afraid of the ups because the ups can break that ceiling even by a little bit. It's going to automatically raise your floor of what's your lowest level is possible for you because of because of homeostasis. Mm-hmm. That's when we get to use it for us. Let's use this amazing force of not wanting to change to our best interest by busting up our ceiling a little bit higher. Like, okay, I'm going to go a little bit above what I think is possible for me. I'm going to goal for gold, right? Yeah. And then I'm going to let my floor come up. I'm going to have to manage the down by feeling the feelings that happen when things go wrong and finding neutrality and creating action steps to help me ride the up and do the same thing. I'm going to find neutrality. I'm going to experience it. I'm going to feel the feelings and I'm going to ride the down. And it's going to be a cycle that goes up and down, up and down. And your life, your success that you can build and create in your life depends on what you allow yourself to break the ceiling. How, how many times you allow yourself to break that ceiling and bring the floor back up and break the ceiling and bring the floor back. How good can you have it? Right. But in the meantime, in that process, don't be afraid of going down. It doesn't mean you're failing. You're not backsliding. You're not, you're just experiencing homeostasis. Yeah. You're living life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If anyone ever tells you that they only experience good things, they never experience anything bad, they're lying to you and likely lying to themselves that they think that they've never experienced anything bad. Yeah. They maybe sure. aren't letting themselves feel bad things. Or they're ignoring them or they're putting them out of their mind. That's not healthy either. There's no growth there. No, there's a difference between, there's a big difference between pessimism, optimism, realism, and limitless thinking. There's a big difference. And the way to have limitless thinking, but also be responsible is to have self-mastery to allow yourself to go through the things you're going through. Keep maintaining your base responsibilities but allowing yourself to see that there's more for you so those ups can feel even more amazing and when you're afraid to feel the ups and you don't let yourself go that high you are automatically creating a limitation for yourself yes and it also tells you and the universe around you that you don't trust yourself to handle life at all because you're too afraid of what could happen if you feel too good So you're essentially telling the universe, I don't want more. So I really encourage you, if you're feeling damn good, feel damn good. Yes. Celebrate it. (laughs) Celebrate it. Create a celebration. That's why we practice this because it, it practices the feelings of the ups. And then we implement the tools when we're in the downs. So good. Yeah. Go on and live your life. Exactly. <laughs> and raise the ceiling every day, even a little tiny bit. So let's leave this for today with a question. 
what would it take for you to live self-mastery today? Mm, good question. I guess I got to go pay my bills. (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) Thank you everyone for listening. And uh, we will be back again next week. And yeah, it's always a pleasure to be here. Bye. Bye everyone. Hey, you might be wondering what the I Am Me Initiative membership is. First things first, it's a space for women who are ready for more in their lives, to heal, to grow, and to build their most expansive self. We created a place where we can provide our community with self-healing courses, integrative tools, live interactive trainings, and accountability through connection with not only us as facilitators, but other women going through their own relatable growth. The I Am Me Initiative is a monthly membership It's built on our very own Mighty Network platform. This gives us privacy to share and heal in a safe and non-judgmental environment. Do you remember how to dream? Or do you live a life of fulfillment? Do you remember how valuable you are? Do you want to shed the guilt and find joy again? Do you want to reconnect with who you are and finally let the bullshit of limitations on your life go? The more you unclutter and step into the power of your whole self, the more you can create in your life, the more you can step into who you are meant to be. No limitations, no restrictions, no bullshit, just wholly, unapologetically you. The I Am Me initiative is built for this. If this resonates with you, trust it. Click the link. We promise you the work inside the I Am Me initiative, it changes lives.